Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Uh, I'll take a few minutes before we pray. But I'm thinking about this song. And uh, uh, I, Lord, purify my heart. Cleanse and wash the very inward part. Never let a single thing, a single thing, hinder me from yielding everything. Who are we yielding that everything to? Let my spirit humble be an example for the world to see. Let me dedicate my life an accepted sacrifice unto the Lord. If I sang it, I would know, I would remember the words, but, um, and you know, I, I, we hear things in this assembly, and, um, but when you come into the house of the Lord, and you see, uh, that song, that could be the beginning and the end of the service for me. And I would be content because it is not just a beautiful song, musically speaking, but the words would, it would, would take my entire life to fulfill that song in my life, you see? And so um, we're in a beautiful place. I. I, I would like to just, uh, if I can, remember a, a little point from one of the lessons that Brother Singh uh, gave in the last maybe two or three weeks, specifically when he, when he dealt with, uh, initially he dealt with, he was going to put a lesson forward and um, I, I, I know from listening to the tape, we were not here, but I know that uh, he said somewhere in when he started the lesson, he ended up getting into scriptures that dealt with Israel and, and some of these uh, issues that, that Israel as a nation face uh, that the Jews uh, have to deal with per se. and and. And as he got into it, he put aside, I think he might have said two scriptures that he had when he, maybe before he got up or before he started to speak. And, um, and he didn't deal with what those scriptures were, but he started to deal with the lessons pertaining to the Jews. And, and, the and then a week later, a war broke out there and all of this and you know everything that is happening. But one of the things that that struck me in my mind is when when the Lord in his wisdom touches the mind of a man of God to give us lessons. 
we are sitting down in a world where you see the news and you hear the news. And the news is telling you about the war that is going on, the conflict that is there. But the thought that struck me was, we know that there is coming a time when the Jews will face very consequential uh, actions that will annihilate, if I remember correctly, two-thirds of them. Right? Two-thirds of them will be annihilated. My question, and I'm not asking you to be technical, but the question I ask myself is, what do I have to do with that? What do I have to do with that? And you know what the answer came back, Brother John? It is a signal for me that my time is coming short. The privilege and opportunity that I have to demonstrate first to myself and to the world that I'm a Christian is going to get shorter and shorter. You see, the thought that struck me is, oh, I'm concerned about humanity, don't get me wrong. But I want to make sure I remember me standing before God and what is being given to me, the opportunity and the privileges that are being given to me now that I make sure I grab a hold of it. You see, knowledge of what is transpiring and will transpire is good. But my question to you is, why is God giving us that knowledge? Shouldn't we somehow benefit from it? That, and I want to tell you that uh, this church, we can say a thousand things. And, I, and, and God bears me witness that we've heard it all. But I want to tell you something. If you are a part of this assembly, I would take it very seriously. And I don't mean it to be negative. I mean it to be very positive because it is a privilege that God has afforded you and I with the potential to have eternal life. See? And and the circumstances that we face in this world. You see, I, I'm finding it to be a more um, personal thing where I have to examine myself against the word of God that we're receiving. And you know, every day, probably for 10, 12 years now, when I pray, and it is not a ritual, 
But when I pray, in my prayer, there is some point in time, it may differ, but I always tell the Lord. See, and what I want to say now, I can't remember. The scripture in John, uh, I want to abide in you. Pardon me? Yes, yes, that's the scripture. Lord, I want to abide in you every day in my prayer. I say, Lord, I want to abide in you. And I want your word and your spirit to abide in me every day. When I pray, somewhere in that prayer, that is my desire. See, when I hear, uh, what do you call it, prelude like we just heard, uh, I understand that there is a reality about the word of God that is given to us. And, and if we find ourselves here, let's hold on to it. Um, Let's treasure it. Let's, uh, uh, now, I, I know that, you know, I may not have the ability to remember things, but don't get me wrong, I understand everything. I, I, I say that again and again. I'm not stupid. Uh, when I hear what Brother Singh is saying, uh, I understand. And that word sometimes rivets my heart when I'm there listening. And, I, and I, I will tell you, I listen to the lesson over and over and over. I, I think Jason, uh, a few, uh, maybe a couple of months ago, uh, admonished us um, to be able to, to listen to these lessons uh, that the word uh, might sink into our hearts. And, and I believe that God... Um, is a, 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 the more I understand uh, the wisdom of God, the more I ask myself, why did God ever care for me? Why did he ever care for me? But he did. He did. I stand here and I know I, I don't believe that I'm a part of this church. I know I am. I don't just believe that I'm a part of this church. I know that I am. You see, there's no doubt in my heart and in my spirit. And I will say this much. One of the things that I've learned in the experiences of this life is that God can deliver us from anything. He, and that's why when I look at every individual in this church, that's why I say, stay in the church. 
because I don't care. I don't need to know what the challenges are that you confront in your life. But I'm going to tell you, if you ask God, and you ask God, and you ask God, until you're tired of asking God. The last prayer I prayed for a condition that I had. You know what I told the Lord? I said, Lord, I brought this before you thousands of times. That's what I said. And I don't know why that day. I wasn't angry. I don't get angry with God about anything. But I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I know you're faithful and true. And if you haven't yet, you will. But I'm not going to bring it before you again. I think you will when you're ready. Do you know I never had to pray that prayer again? Do you know that? And I got to tell you something. The first time I ever felt like I was sincerely in this church, not as a hypocrite, was after that. See? And I all, uh, now I believe that I can actually make it somewhere in the first resurrection. I actually feel in my spirit that I can actually make it somewhere in the first resurrection. You see, before I was bothered too much by that sin. It plagued me. And now I believe that every single one of us have an opportunity. And what is happening, the lessons that we had, more than it is to show us what the Word of God is saying, and it is showing us, it is to let us understand who we are, where we are, and might I just use this word, what is required of us. May God help us. May God help us to be a sincere people, a people that are committed to him, a people that are dedicated to him, a people that would, that actually, you see, I believe now that my life I mean, I don't, I'm not saying this braggadociously, you got to be joking, but I actually feel that I'm a part of God and God's a part of me. That's how I feel now. See, I feel like I'm a part of him and he's a part of me. I, I actually know that when the Lord came, and suffered and died that he actually had me in his mind I know that see I know it and so I don't have to worry and fret about anything 
Oh, are there challenges in life? Yeah, tonight when we do our little singing, I'm going to come up for prayer. You see? So we're challenged in life. But I want to tell you something. If you're in God's hand, and God's in your heart, victory is assured. And so we don't have to fret and worry. So I'd like to encourage us. When we listen to lessons like this, I tell you, the one thing that rings in my ear, if I, I don't remember much, but I can tell you, there are certain things that rings in my ear. And you know one of the things that rings in my ear? The time is short. The time is short. The time is short. It keeps ringing in my ear. It's not ringing because my head ain't good. It's ringing because I know that God is preparing his people for that time. Amen. I just, I, 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 I want to tell you this. I'm not saying this to separate this church from any church. I'm not saying it for that reason. But I want to say this. This is a special church. Amen. This is a special church. Amen. Ah, the word of God. Can I tell you something that, that I ponder? And I don't want the answer to it from anybody. Remember the thing? Um, how, how does he say it? Uh, I can't remember how he says it to say it exactly. But when he talks about uh, that, you know, he's putting a thought in a lesson. And there are people who wouldn't like it, but, but they respond. I don't know how they respond that he knows they don't like it. Yeah. Right? But, and I think about that. And I am telling you this. The Apostle Paul, he suffered the same thing. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Peter, James, they all suffered the same thing. And it doesn't make me feel happy. But I gotta tell you what it makes me understand. That God will be God Amen. in all things Absolutely. and at all times. Yes. And what you and I are privileged to hear, mm -hmm. if it gets to our heart, I want to tell you something. Feel good about it. Feel privileged. Yes. Feel that you have an opportunity. And, and, and I know the opportunity is beyond our mind. I understand that. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. You see? And, and can you sit down and think of what the kingdom of God is going to be like? Well, I want to tell you something. That's why we're in the church. Because we have the opportunity to find out exactly what it will be like. And so let us be encouraged. And let God, let's draw ourselves closer to the Lord. Uh, what did I say? I say, when I'm praying, I abide in you. And I want your word to abide in me. I pray that, in that, that, that scripture comes, see, I remember it when I'm praying. But it comes at some point in time in my prayer. You know why? Because it is sincere. I I just, I, and I'm going to say this, no offense to anybody, 
But if you ask me, what I desire of the Lord is that he comes tonight. If you ask me, Brother Vid, what would you desire? I know that things got to happen and all of that before. I understand it all. But if you ask me, what I would desire is for him to come tonight. That's what I would desire, for him to come tonight. And I know it means I could die and all of that. I understand it all. But I'm just telling you, I'd like to see the kingdom of God established. And, and the fulfillment of everything coming to fruition. We'll pray. And, uh, and um, I just want you to close your eyes and, and we pray and ask God to bless this service. Father, we thank you tonight for the privilege we have of being in the house of God. We thank you, Lord, because we know that where two or three are gathered, you're there in the midst. Touch our minds and our spirit. Give us understanding. Let there be, O oh God, a revealing to the inward parts of our heart the purpose of the church and you touching our lives and bringing us to this place. Let us see it as a privilege and an honor. And O oh God, let us be true and faithful to you. Help us in this service. Let your word and your spirit, O oh God, be with us. Touch every heart, every mind, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen.
it's a privilege to be be here and uh, nothing was planned but God loves us and uh, what brother, how God, God touched brother David and uh, God was speaking to us and uh, he that hath here to hear let him hear you know as I'm here I rejoice great greatly been through a lot of battles but I believe the Word of God if my word abide in you if you abide in me and my word abide in you you are you shall ask what you what you will he will supply according to his will and it's no accident for God so loved the world yes God love us and the reason why we're here tonight is for him to impart a message to us to cause us to see where we are where we are mm -hmm. what we are lacking the provisions that he has given and they are precious far greater than gold and many a times the table is spread meat is there in due season but uh, God's people whether it was Israel we see that they were examples for us and God always send them a messenger because he loved them and what he promised Abraham is going to be fulfilled yeah, God told him in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed but God has chosen Israel one people to represent him and he has placed his word there but we do have an adversary that would try to blind us and to hinder us from at every turn you know when Israel was in rebellion and they were taken into captivity while they were Jeremiah told them you're going to be in Babylon for 70 years but some by some of these false prophets said oh it's going to be two years mm -hmm. and the Jeremiah knew that God had talked to him God had chosen him and as we are here today much has been going through with my mind looking back how this group came together right here I mentioned to someone that September 9 1979 brother Goodwin called me and said he was sending brother Singh here to pastor the church individuals say why didn't you just continue I said look God knows what he's doing and he called Jesus he called 12 they weren't the best of the best in Israel so to speak but in God's mind 
they were the ones that he wanted chosen before the before the earth was even created and uh, the word of God Matthew said be ye also ready for in an hour that you think not the son of man cometh and he's coming to reward every man according as his work shall be work is given I've seen many who have thrown, a, thrown aside this very important work that God has placed the words that are given it doesn't come from uh, the colleges doesn't come from the Bible schools but every man that God has chosen all have sinned and come short but when he chooses somebody he knows why he knows who and he knows exactly where they're going to function and it's because he, his love just reaches out but he's not going to force anyone. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. What have we got for him to sup? It's rebellion, belittling, ignoring what is given by the messenger he's blowing the trumpet over the years especially when I met this fellowship there is much was deciphered and given that caused me to 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 want to be in that coming kingdom mm -hmm. uh, John have you been perfect no I haven't been but God has put something in my heart and I thank him I give him praise there's a gratitude in my heart for what he is doing to think of me I've got six brothers almost all of them are gone now and they wouldn't come to church but every time services here I always want to be here the reason why I want to be here I don't know what he may give for that specific time but I know that it's something beneficial and I'm grateful to him words at times not from the ministry but outsiders really hit me hard but I ignore them Jesus said I will be with you always even to the end of this age and as we draw to the close of the age I believe we are very close mm -hmm. Things are happening, 
you know, Israel was told that they would be, he would scatter them on the face of the earth. But that was the end of them. There is always that nucleus that is among them that God has his eyes on, that he speaks in the days of uh, when uh, Jesus, in the days coming to the close of that time, Zacharias and Elizabeth, they couldn't have any children, but God in his wisdom had chosen them to produce John the Baptist that had the Holy Ghost before he was born. And when he was born, he had a message last Wednesday. That message was, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. It wasn't a whole lot of words, but it came from God. And it wasn't a lot that responded but when, he, when the apostles uh, came, Peter, these fishermen, it wasn't they learned of the time that received it. There was a Mary Magdalene. They looked on her as nothing. But to think that God, she was in God's plan before the earth was even created. And when, at, when Christ Jesus was crucified and buried, she went early in the morning. Never mind, they might have killed her or whatever, but never bothered her one bit. She loved this one because he had done something for her that nobody else could do. And she came and those angels came and rolled away the stone. He was wrapped in this grave clothes. And, he were, and they fold, it was folded up and put by, by the side. And she wondered what was happening and so on. And then she saw Jesus not recognizing him. And she said, that voice said, Mary, the voice said, woman, who are, why are you here? He said, they have taken away my Lord and I don't know where they have laid him. I thank God for that voice. It said, Mary. And she recognized. Can you imagine the joy? Physically, we don't see Jesus here. But every time the thing is here, and he says as his age is going up, and we we all are going up. But I look beyond it. The apostle John, after he got, uh, he was uh, he was put in hot oil and all of that, and they thought, well, oh, we're going to finish him off. But there was a message that he had to give that wasn't only for that time. 
and the men that have been touched by God to find interpretation of it here and there coming down and that's a book of what we call book of revelation and he said I saw a new heaven and I saw a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness as God permit us to be here yes given us that ability to be here. We may have illnesses and all of that in this body, but there is a brand new body. The Apostle Paul says that uh, the dead in Christ, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall all, not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. And we understand we have had messages concerning that trumpet, the message, this uh, warnings, and how we ought to respond. And why would I cherish thoughts that would belittle and look down? on my brother and my sister. Jesus gave his lifeblood for us. And we need to appreciate it. When I think about it, the kingdom coming. One thousand years this earth is to be cleaned up. Even the animal world is to change. The lion will eat straw like the ox. They shall not build and another inhabit. And all of the blessings and the truth that is to happen. And I thank God that as he helps, as we respond positively, and he helps us, and he, he has been helping us, and he will help us as we follow the watchman that gives the warning and what he has to give. We do have an adversary, yes, but the Apostle John says, I saw an angel, mighty angel, come down from heaven, having the key, that authority, to the bottomless pit mm -hmm. and the bottomless pit is this world that many are grasping on it has no foundation mm -hmm. but the foundation of God shandered sure yes. mm -hmm. and having this seal the Lord knows them that are his yes. let's not take ourselves out of that from that foundation and he says he laid a hold of that dragon that old serpent called the devil and Satan and bound him for a thousand years. Not only him, but every demonic angel that has worked with him. Death is to be swallowed up. 
there is a lot to be accomplished. We have had so many lessons after lesson, after lesson, that we should let those words abide. If those words really abide in us and we Amen. cherish them, not just for a few minutes. We have heard about, and we also know that there is so much going on from Hollywood and they haven't a clue what is coming. But all of that element is to be wiped off the face of the earth. And the knowledge of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. I believe what these men have written. God talked to his son. His son has passed it on. And he has raised up individuals. And God has allowed what is written to reach down to us. We have heard the writings of some of the apostles, the others are there. But you know what? I believe they all share the same message. So it doesn't matter if Thaddeus never, we don't see his writing. And we don't see uh, uh, James, the son of Alphaeus, and all of these others. But Peter did write some. Paul was raised up. And it hasn't stopped there. In the past number of years, Brazil has been here. And over and over, especially during these past four years, COVID coming through, so much has happened. And I thank God that we can still meet here. The time, we don't know when it might happen, but we might not be able to cross through these doors to come in here true. because of the time that we are living in. Very true. Time is short. Yes. Maybe, maybe we might have to hide out, we don't know, Very true. for safety. But as we could probably meet one another, there is something that we can share. That hope, Paul says, we've got a lively hope. Not ashamed of it. A hope that maketh us not ashamed. Stephen was not ashamed of it. Bricks were hitting him, but he looked beyond it and he could see what was coming in the future that was not temporary but permanent. Mm -hmm. God loves us. I am very glad to be here. I am so glad to see the saints of God who are here. It bothers me when I look back many that have come and turn it turn away and gone away 
but he that endureth to the end. We have got enough. We have been getting enough to take us to the end of our life when we draw our last breath mm -hmm. or when Jesus breaks through the clouds to come. What's happening over there in, the, in Israel? It's no accident. God said, I would scatter them. You would scatter them. But then he said, I will gather them. And not only gather them, but they have come together and they aren't looking to him. It was only a small group in Israel's time, days in that really acknowledged the Messiah. Very small. The nation had hundreds upon hundreds of them. We don't know how many are over there that whose heart could be touched and that really serve God in their heart. We, we heard two-thirds. God says, I will gather all nations together against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken. Two-thirds would be wiped off. One-third would be that they'll call for Messiah. And Jesus himself is going to come and deliver them and such a great thing that is to happen. Prophet says, Thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah art not the least. He's always reached out to what, is what individuals think is least. Art thou not the least among the princes of Judah? But of, out of you shall come a governor. That's that shall rule my people Israel. And that's our Lord. He's not ruling right now. But the time will come. When he's going to take unto him. His great power. And he will rule. Yes. His government is going to move. From city to. From country to country. 144,000 having nothing in their mind but exactly what portion of the rule that they would carry and they would carry it forth. It's not pity on the wicked but they will be totally moved out. And the saints of God, many have been martyred, many have been trodden down the wealth of the world is in the hand of the ungodly. But what is in store is far greater than what gold and silver and you name it. Because it's going to crash. It's going to go. The foundation of God will stand. And I believe it. Some of those say you are foolish. Say what you want to say. But I've seen what God has done many a times, many a times. His mercy does endure forever. We're in a blessed place, saints. Yes. Yes.
take heart. Encourage one another. As we move forward, it's, it's certain, very certain. Amen. Amen.
Praise the Lord. Praise God. I appreciate what happened here tonight. Brother Vid's, Brother Vid's exhortation from his heart. He was telling me just before he got up when I told him he once I wanted him to say, I says I can't remember the lessons. I said that's the best you know, that's the best thing. When you can't remember, when you don't come prepared, God takes a hold of your mind and you will say exactly what he wants you to say. And then <clears throat> he said some good things and then Brother John with much tranquility tonight. I imagine if one of the apostles was giving a talk, that's the kind of talk you'd hear. It's Pentecostal thing that you got to fire your hand and fire your foot and kick around and jump. That's not the spirit of Christ. When I think of the, when I think of the spirit of Jesus, I'm thinking exactly what Brother John did here tonight. Jesus was not a Pentecostal preacher. He did not have to change his voice. He did not have to go on a high pitch. He did not have to excite anybody. He said it very simply. He sat down and taught the multitude. That's what Brother John did tonight. I really appreciate that. Appreciate the Word of God. Tomorrow is another day. We have um, we have a full day tomorrow. Um, we want to come and expect God to bless us. It's good to see you all out here tonight. Join me in prayer as we close this service. Father, we give you thanks tonight for this wonderful evening in your house. Lord, we, we appreciate the uniqueness of tonight's service. Thank you, Lord, for every moment of it. Every word that we have heard and received, O oh God, be with us tonight. Bless us, we pray. Commit the service tomorrow into your hands, and we pray, Lord, in our midst, those that are not well, we think of those that are afflicted in their bodies, Father, those going up in age, those that have pains and agony in their bodies, Lord, we pray you'll heal us physically, and you'll heal us spiritually, Father. Bless us, be with us tonight, be with us tomorrow, we ask, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. And amen.